Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. And now let's join our guest speaker. In my, um, the praise and worship, <laughs> it really spoke my message. Because <laughs> God is just so awesome. He's so faithful. He is just, um, and I just, just want to acknowledge Jesus. Acknowledge the Father. And acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Because they are awesome. They are so worthy of our praise. I tell you, you just it's just amazing how blessed we are. And how um, fortunate that he loves us so much that he would die for us. It is just so amazing. Amazing grace. Truly, it's amazing grace. And he is so awesome. God is awesome. His name is El Hanora. God is awesome. He's an awesome God. And um, what God put on my heart today was to, he said to me, teach for the mothers. And I do want to honor mothers today, mothers and mothers-to-be, grandmothers, whoever um, here today. So teach your have your mothers to teach your children to live from the finished line. And what that means is living from the finished work of Jesus Christ because he has finished the work. In John 19.30, it says that uh, Jesus said, it is finished. And when God says something, it's finished. It's complete. And uh, Jesus, being the finished work, he is the finished product. He's the example. He's the creator. He's the savior. He's the provider. And he's everything that our children will ever need. And I'm going to speak a few minutes um, in, in Second Peter 1, 2, and 3. It says, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And God is the giver of all life. And he's the one who's given us our precious children to love and to cherish and to to bring up in the admonition of him. And um, one thing that I want to start with is what, does it mean by teach? And really the what it means is to really have the word of God in your life as a mother, as a mother-to-be. Have the word of God in your life. Colossians 2, 6, and, and uh, 7 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And uh, Colossians 3, well, it's opposite. Uh, Colossians 3.16 says, um, be rooted and grounded in God's word. In 1 Peter 2.2, 2, he says, uh, earnestly desire the sincere milk of the word. So we, in order for us as mothers and as mothers-to-be and as grandmothers of we really have to have the word of God rooted in our hearts 
abounding in our hearts, dwelling richly in our hearts so that we can do that, what God wants us to do to help our children. Because when the, when, the, when the word is in our heart the way it needs to be, we'll be able to say the right things at the right time to our children, do the right things in, that need to be done at the proper time for them. With God's grace, we can achieve what God wants us to accomplish. But we do have to have the word of God dwelling in our hearts. And what another thing that what the word teach means is to be the model for your children. And to me, in order to, and because we all have to grow in these things because it takes, and it, it takes an effort to grow and mature in God's word. And in John, in James 1.22, it says to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. And I know years ago when my children were very young, and this is just one example, um, um, I had a friend who, and no one ever wants to hear about money, but it, it's, uh, 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 I'm not uh, dwelling on that, but the, uh, she told me, she said to me, you know, if you're not, she, said, she asked me, she said, are you a tither? Do you tithe? And I said, no, I've never heard of tithing. I don't know what tithing is. And this was, when, this was years ago when I was, uh, my children were really tiny. And um, she said, well, if you're not tithing, you're stealing from God. And something went off in me. It scared me so, so <laughs> I mean, it actually scared me, the thought of stealing from God. It actually scared me. I went home, and I think my husband has told you before how, you know, I you know, asked him if we could adjust our money so we could start. Because I was shaking in the, when, when, when that person said that to me. But what I did is not just us, my husband and I, Ray and I, starting to tie, but... I felt such a strong um, impression from God, I guess is what you say, or fear, I don't know which one it was, that I immediately started teaching. We immediately started teaching our children to tithe. And this was when they were, they were tiny, and we would give them allowances because they, were, they you know, weren't big enough to have their jobs or you know, whatever. So, and, we, and I taught them to take a tenth out of that, whatever they would get out of their little bit of money, they were to take a tenth out of that. But it was because I had such a fear of God, just the thought of, you know, not just what she had said. But I, but I honestly believe that that one thing has made the biggest difference, one of the biggest difference in my children's lives. Because God has honored that. And, and, and I really wanted to not only be, uh, you, know, well, you know, say, well, I'm doing this, but don't you worry about doing it. No, I wanted to be the example, and I wanted, to, wanted them to follow. Because your children will do 
more about what they see than what you say to them. You know, you have to you have to be the, the model for your children. And 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 I was so blessed because children catch on to stuff. They just believe their parents because they love them. And they just, they trust them and whatever they say. And, you know, people always say, well, well, teachers have such an influence on children. But no parents have more influence on their children than a teacher should ever have, unless the teacher is the, is the mother or the, or the parent. But, um, but anyway, that, and, when, and they just started doing that. And from then on, it was just like a natural flow in their lives. I didn't ever have to ask them to do that. And they never, never, ever stopped. It was, they were just, uh, God said, train up your child in the way that they should go. And they will not depart from it. We have to train our children and to require things of them while they're little. Um, and, and, and it will stick because God is faithful. When you honor God, God will honor you. He says that in his word. And I think it, it's, it's so important that we... We model for our children, not just tell them, but model. I'm going to talk about two things in particular. Get, uh, um, wisdom and love. One of the most important things that you can do for your children is to give them the wisdom of God. Proverbs 4, 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. And, and wisdom is what will keep your children. You know, the, the devil is after your children's souls. Do you know that? He really is. And if you don't take the time to plant that word, give them the wisdom to know how to stand against the forces of darkness, they will be easily or they can easily be attacked, not necessarily permanently, but you don't want your children to walk through anything they don't have to walk through. You really don't. You want to protect them as much as you can. And when we will give, take the time to implant the wisdom of God in their hearts, it will make an eternal difference in their lives and what they're able to accomplish for God. And they can miss some of the, the pitfalls that Satan tries to put in their path. As they, as they go in, in life, move along in life. So we need to make sure that our children are receiving the wisdom that they need. Um, Psalm, in one of the scriptures, it says that, but, but in him, you are in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus has been made to us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And that's 1 Corinthians 1.30. And in Galatians 2, 3, it says that in, in whom, who is talking about Jesus, is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All is hidden in him. All is hidden in Jesus. So wisdom is, is the finished line. It's meaning that you're growing in wisdom as you're growing in wisdom. You're living from the finish line. You're growing in the things that, that will keep you and help you and, and, keep, and help to keep your children. You're helping them to, to grow in the things that are real. 
sometimes I, you know, you you really think about how how Satan deceives people. Reality is Christ. It truly is. The real things of this life is Jesus Christ. It's not all that you these things that you see and all these things that you want. Reality is Jesus Christ. And if we can get the word of God in our children's hearts, they will walk in a way that others cannot walk. True riches are things that you don't see. You can have all the gold and the silver and the money and the whatever, but if you don't have joy, if you don't have peace, if you don't have love, if you don't have the things that will keep you, the things that will cause you to walk in, in a way that the world cannot walk. It cannot walk in that. Some of the wealthiest people on the earth are probably some of the saddest people. Because joy and peace, that's from God. And if they get saved, you know, then they can have it both. But they need to get saved. Because they're not going to have the joy and the peace that only God can give. And I don't care what happens in this life, if you have the joy and the peace of God in your heart, nothing matters. You can walk through anything. You know, sometimes I, when I, in the mornings I get up and I'll do my praise and, 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 you know, you just sometimes you sense something just coming against you or you've had, you know, Satan's and thoughts or whatever. And I just get up and just start praising. And all of a sudden, all this stuff that dissipates, it just goes away because it's a supernatural power that's being drawn to help you to, to walk out and to break out and, and get rid of all the junk that Satan is trying to bring. So wisdom, the, one of the, things, the finish line is growing in wisdom. Now, the other thing is, the, um, and I do encourage parents and, and mothers in particular because you're the ones who have the greatest, you know, you're with your children more, more than anyone else, is to be aggressive, you know, in, in helping your children to, to um, receive God and to walk with God. You know, uh, years ago, uh, uh, I just wish, that, you know, you get old and you think, boy, I wish I knew some things then that I know now. Uh, but I did try to try to get the word in the girls as I could, and, and I, used, I made this uh, this jar, and I put all these scriptures in it, you know, uh, names of scriptures and, and whatever, and, and scriptures, and, and I fold them like we did to get this gift, and I put it in a jar. And, and every week, they had to take and go stick their hand in the jar and pull out a scripture, and they had to memorize that scripture. They had to know it by the end of the week. I forgot about these. I forget, you know, some of these things. But Brandy was telling me one time how she, she was, I was in there dressing, putting on my makeup and stuff, and, and, and I made her come and stand by the door and quote her scripture to me. And <laughs> I said, I don't even remember doing that. And he said, yeah, you, you made us come and, and quote the scripture. And I do remember making the jar and all that, but, you know, that particular situation I didn't remember. But... Um, but anyway, you, now they have all they have all these gadgets, and you can teach your children get the word in all kinds of ways now. 
I mean, so so we can really do a lot more uh, to help our children. Um, one thing that, um, uh, and of course, Jesus, with the example, is the father of Jesus, because in Luke one eighty and and, and um, Luke two fifty two, it said that Jesus grew in in wisdom and in stature. You know, and as he grew in wisdom and in stature, I just, it's just amazing. He also grew in favor, not just with God, but in favor with man. And see, that's what people are looking for, favor with man, you know, favor on my job, favor in this and favor in that. But if you get wisdom in your children and they grow in the wisdom that they need to grow in, they don't have to have, have worry about having favor with man. If they have favor with God, they're going to have favor with man. Because God's going to make sure they have favor with man. So wisdom is the principal thing. It really is. And the last thing is, um, I wanted to speak on is love. Give your children the love that they need. Because when they have the love that they need from you, it will be more more easily for them to, to receive the love that God has for them. So give them the love that they need from you. It's like 1 Corinthians um, 13, 4 through 8, it talks about love. And it says love never fails. So if you give your children the love that they need and teach them, a, and, you know, teach them that scripture on love. How, you know, God, what God says, who he is actually, and what he says about love. Love is God kind. It's, it's, it's a long-suffering. It doesn't bond itself. It's not envious. It's not jealous. It's, 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 it, it believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So if you would give your children the, 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 the love that they need, and help them to develop that love and to receive that love that God has for them. Um, and one thing I think is, I was reading the other day was talking about the, the um, and, um, help them develop the love of God and the love not only for God but for people. In Galatians 5:22 and 23, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, meekness, temperance, all these good things. And then it says, at the end of that, which there is no law. There's no law against these things. You know that, that God, had, God is so good. He created the law so we wouldn't kill ourselves and do away with ourselves before Jesus comes back. Because... <laughs> Because if he hadn't, we wouldn't have the policemen. We wouldn't have the, 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 the standards that we have that would keep us from just knocking ourselves out and just destroying like he had to do before. He had destroyed the earth because the, earth, the law wasn't there. And people just did whatever they wanted to do. But see, now, see, he doesn't, you know, he, he, for the church of Jesus Christ, we have a higher law, which is grace. But the, but the thing is that, that we have to walk in that. 
walk in the love and the joy and the peace which against which there is no law. It's amazing when you're kind to someone, how they react to you, because there's no law against it. When you love someone and, and good to someone, even somebody who's mean and ornery, sometimes they're the most gentle. It's like it turns them, because no law can stop it. There's no law against it. But, there's a, but God has established laws for the ungodly. But again, for the Christian who will walk in the things of God, the love, the joy, the peace, there is no law that can stop that. It is awesome. And we need to, to, to you know, to just, just receive that, you know, to, to know how wonderful and how beautiful that is. And finally, living from the finish line is living a life of victory, living a life walking with Jesus, living a life walking with God, dying to self or the self-life and living his life and a life lived for the glory of God. Mothers, prepare your children to change the world for Jesus Christ. Allow them to soar on wings like eagles in the midst of the storms of life. This can be and will be done as, as they learn to live from the finished line, Jesus Christ. Thank you. Good morning. So I want to give honor to Minerva Forrest because as women, we have the ability to influence. Um, and what influences us will determine how we influence the people around us. And Minerva, you've been like a spiritual mother, not because of age, because we're both very young, um, but because of your wisdom and your faithfulness to the church, to the Lord, um, to honor him. So thank you as a spiritual mother to all of us that know you. Thank you. And um, when Pastor asked me to, to, if I would do this, he said, it'll be about 20 minutes, take about 20 minutes. I was like, 20 minutes? Oh, my Lord, that's like a lifetime. What will I talk about for 20 minutes? He said, just seek God and, you know, thank you for the freedom to seek God and hear what he wants me to say. So uh, I've been seeking the Lord, and, and now I'm like, Lord, how am I going to give all this information you gave me in 20 minutes? So here I go. Well, I want to pray first. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Ask that you would just anoint the words that I share, God, and let, um, let your word go forward. And the entrance of your word brings light, God. And we just thank you for mothers. Thank you for um, women in general, Lord. Thank you for even our men, God. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the main scripture that I believe the Lord was given me to share is Proverbs 31:30. And that scripture is 
that one says charm is deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman who fears the lord she shall be praised and another translation says um, favor is deceitful and it was kind of a good segue with minerva talking about the favor of man and the world and as women we seek favor from the world at times as mothers as women and the favor, that's his favor is deceitful. So we know it's not God's favor. You know, his favor is good. His favor surrounds us like a shield. So his, his favor is good. But the favor of the world is deceitful. You know, it's very, the world is fickle. One day they like you, the next day they don't. I mean, anybody that works a job or has family members or any, if you're walking in this world, you know that the world, you know, they'll love you one day and hate you the next. So we know that this isn't God's favor. This is that charm is deceitful. Um, the other is beauty is vain. And as women, I think we fall into a trap sometimes um, in regards to what real beauty is. Um, in Second Peter, no, in First Peter, I better put my glasses on. I won't be able to see any of you anymore, but. I will be able to see this. It says, let, not, let it not be the outward adorning of plaiting the hair, wearing of gold, or putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which in the sight of God is of great price. And, you know, that's total opposite of what the world says is beauty. You know, the world doesn't want you to have, a, as a woman, a meek and quiet spirit or as a mother. You know, the world tries to teach you to demand your way and get what's yours and, you know, be loud and be heard. And, and that's not what God says is beauty. Beauty is internal. It comes from within. You know, he finds a meek and quiet spirit of great price. And that's amazing. Um, you know, I don't know about most of you, but being meek and quiet did not come natural to me. Um, anybody that knew me before I was saved would know that that was the total opposite of what I was um, in many ways. But God works that into your heart as you seek him. And, you know, it's precious in his sight. It's precious in his sight. He thinks, you know, when we are meek and quiet, we're teachable by him. We can hear him. You know, we recognize our need for him. And, you know, the world wants us as women and mothers to focus on that external beauty. You know, we spend lots of money and lots of time. And, you know, pastor called a fast in April and so for 21 days we fasted and part of what I fasted from I fasted with you know food too but I fasted from makeup and doing my hair and getting ready other than when I came to church um, but I went to work I mean I got up every morning and I didn't put on makeup and I didn't do my hair and all that time I would you know go and sit in the den and be in prayer and talk to the Lord and read my Bible more, which I did, you know, anyway, but I didn't realize the block of time that I had been giving to something that's going to perish, you know, something that's not important. It didn't, you know, it didn't add one thing to my life, but 
So it was just a blessing. It was priceless to have that. You know, and, and I was one that's quick to say sometimes, Man, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to be in the Word. I wish I had more time to to pray. I wish I had more time. And, you know, there was this block of time just waiting. So I'm thankful for that time of fasting and that time of of, you know, letting go of the world, letting go of the things of the world and those external things that are perishing. You know, it's the inner beauty that's incorruptible. That's amazing. It's incorruptible. You know, the hair will gray, the skin will wrinkle, and things will happen, but the inner beauty is incorruptible. It is, it's amazing. It, God is so good. Um, and hearing God is so important. Um, I had a time, one, one time I was at my kitchen sink, and, you know, we don't realize sometimes, like through that fast that Pastor called, it gave me the opportunity to realize how, you know, you, you, you're going through the day, you're doing your, you're going to work, and you're, um, you know, going through your day you're not in any sin you're just doing what you do and you know giving God you know what you have and but through that fast that pastor called I was really able to see how far from God I really was you know I disconnected no no tv unless it was a ministry of some type and I'm very limited in what I watch even then Lloyd is funny not funny but he's careful about what he allows and us to watch and and I'm thankful for that but disconnected from everything and really pressed into God and really felt his presence like I hadn't in a long time you know when you do that you start hearing him clearer and when you hear him clearer he speaks to you more and when you he speaks to you and you listen he speaks to you even more you know sometimes he'll speak and we just keep going on along and doing it our way, and, and I think God does, like moms will do sometimes. Okay, I'll let you go ahead and do what you want to do, you know, and you deal with the consequences. But God, when you press into him, he, he will speak to you more and more. And one time I was, this has been years ago, but I was at my kitchen sink, and I was trying to fill up a water bottle, and I had the water bottle under the water, and but there was a sink full of stuff. It was dishes and stuff. And I had it at an angle, and the water was, some was going into the bottle, but most was going down the drain. And God real quick said, that's how you are with me, Laura. And I said, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about, Lord? And he said, well, you've got so much clutter in your life, and you, you can't get under me the way I want you to so I can fill you. And I don't know about y'all, but it blows me away when he, when he takes time to speak to me, to interrupt my plans so that i mean he that's the love he has for us he knows he's the best for us and he just wants to show us so i was just blown away i just stood i, I don't know how long i stood there. <laughs> i moved everything out of the way and i just stood there and i was just blown away and you know he wants to speak to us he wants he has the things to say um as mothers he can tell you things about your children my two sons, they're 34 and 35 now, and now I have grandsons and a granddaughter, and my sons, they used to get so frustrated because 
God would nail him on something, like he'd tell me something. And I'd go to him and say, you know, this is something we need to talk about. Well, Ma, how did you know? I said, God told me. And they were like, gosh, we can't get away with anything. But no, you can't because God loves them too. And God told me one time, you know, I was going to him about them. And he said, Laura, you know, I don't have grandchildren. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean, God? And he said, they're my children just like you are. I love them just like I love you. And that was a blessing because before that, I think I saw them as, you know, he loves them because he loves me. But, no, he loves them. He loves your children, and he will show you stuff, and he will give you strategies. He will give you – one time my son came home from school, and somebody had given him these posters. They are kiss posters. Do you all know anybody from the 70s and 80s? Okay. They are, like, probably satanic. Um, they had, like – tongues hanging out, blood and costumes and just hideous looking. And Philip was all excited. He came home with them and he said, Mom, look what, look what I got. Can I put them up on my wall? Okay, I'm a Christian, a spirit-filled woman, and I thought, no way. That's what I thought. And God really quickly said, let him do it. And I'm thinking, this has got to be the, the devil. This can't be God. And God said, let him do it and help him do it. And I'm like, okay. But I had that knowing. You know, when that knowing when you walk with God, you get that knowing where, okay, this I believe this is God. So, and the Lord told me, he said, in three days, it'll be okay. So I'm like, okay. So I helped him put them up on the wall, and I'm thinking, gosh, I hope nobody, no Christian friends come over and see this because this is not looking good. But um, I put them up, we put them up on the wall, and. They actually mocked me, like I would walk past his room, and it was like they were going, (laughs) like, we got him now, you know. But I just kept praying, and and I still had that knowing that God had said to go ahead and, you know, do it. So on the third day, Philip came to me, and he said, Mom, what does KISS stand for? Because I guess he had heard something. And I said, well, and I don't know if this is true, but I had heard this, that it stood for Knights in Satan's Service. And I'm like, oh, that's what it stands for, Philip. And he's, he's like, oh, okay. And then later that night, he came to me, and he had taken them off. And he said, Mama, throw these away. I don't want them anymore. And it was from trusting God and hearing him. Because I feel that if I had said, no way, you know, no way in this house, you know, um, he would, it would have been a battle royale. And there are times where you have that those battles and there are times where you just lay the you know but that was not one of them and God you know made it clear to me that this was something he wanted you know him he God was showing him something too and he was teaching me to trust him with with my son so um moving on um the second part of this is um the, the scripture is a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And in fearing God, we want to, you know, Minerva said so much of it about pressing into God and, and you know, prayer and worshiping him and honoring him. And, and that word feareth in that particular text is, in the Hebrew, it means to morally revere so it's, you know, it, it's talking about, 
you know, there's another scripture, I think, in Matthew 5, 8 that said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You know, by... You know, in ourselves, we're not pure in our hearts. But when we seek God, we press into God, we look to him, we fight against the flesh and the world and the devil and all those things, and we really go after God, um, we'll see him. We will see him. And, you know, in that fear of God, you know, you desire to become obedient to his word and you begin to walk with him daily and you know he'll give you things to say or not to say i know i'll be i've been on my job before and i'm i work with a lot of different people i'm a mental health nurse so i i deal with people who struggle with mental illness and and i deal with a lot of coworkers that are coming from all different places and They'll be talking or chatting, and God, and and I'll think of something to say, and the Holy Spirit will say, I, I, I "Don't say that." And I'll listen, and I'll kind of take a step back in my mind and say, "Okay," and I'll just wait, and and usually they go on away, and and the Holy Spirit will tell you not to engage in that conversation because it'll rob you, and what it does is it puts a breach between you and God. You know, when we obey the Holy Spirit and we do what he says, it's honoring to God. And people see it. Our children see it. Um, our grandchildren see it. The, the people, all our husbands see it. The, the people around us on our jobs, they see it. And they might not, everyone might not know that it's the fear of the Lord operating in your life, but you're being obedient. You're doing what God is calling you to do. And, and it. They are, it's an honoring that happens when that happens. They don't, might not know it, but, you know, we know it because we're supernatural beings. You know, we're walking on the earth in the natural. You know, we're eating natural food and we drive natural cars and we wear natural clothes. But we, if you have the spirit of God in you, you are a supernatural being. You're supernatural. I mean, that's amazing to me because I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. This is temporary. This is not home. This is, I'm going through it because he has a plan that he wants to work out in my life and through me, you know, to those around me. But we are not of this king. This is not our home. This is not our home. So we need to be led by the Spirit. Um, The last part is... um, that woman, the last of that scripture in Proverbs says, she shall be praised. And, you know, you will, you don't seek the praise. Like, I don't seek for my sons to praise me or my grandsons to praise me. Though it is awesome when they do, when they say, Mimi, we love you. You're the best. I'm like, I know, I know it. But not really. But, but we, really, we don't seek the praise. But it is so awesome when we are honored and we are praised. And, and the scripture even says, don't praise yourself, let others praise you. So when, as a mother, your children praise you and they recognize your goodness. My sons told me one day, Mama, we're so glad you spanked us. <laughs> and you spanked us often. And I said, well, that's what the word says. And. And um, he said, you know, but it taught us. We knew. So if any of y'all are against spanking, um, I'm all for it. <laughs> all for it. Though I've yet to spank any grandchildren. Lloyd and I have not spanked them yet. But they're perfect, so we don't need to. But so, 
Um, but, you know, I was talking to Lloyd when I was preparing this message, and we were talking about the greatest praise. And Jesus, I mean, think about this. Here's Jesus. This is the scripture in John where Jesus was on the cross, okay? He's on the cross. He is dying. Like Minerva said, he's right at that place where it's finished. It's a done deal. But what did he do? He, he said, Mama, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. You know, he was looking after his mama. He was looking after his mother while he was dying. You know, you talk about honor. You talk about praise. That's the ultimate right there. But that's, you know, I believe, I mean, he was all Jesus, but I believe his mother had such an impact into his life. And I believe we have that ability to impact our children, our grandchildren, and just the people around us in general. You know, if we simply trust and obey, trust and obey the word. It's it's simple. It's so simple. I mean, we have an enemy, no doubt about that, but God has given us the victory. So that word praise um, and honor in the last of that verse means to celebrate. So we celebrate mothers today. And so I just honor and bless you all. And I thank you. Thank you, Pastor, for letting me share. That's it. Thank you for listening to this message from Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.